This is Jimmy DeYoung, and I'm so thrilled that you could take a few moments to join with us for a Bible study. I have in my hand here Ishmael's Islamic Invasion. This is a study of what is indeed the legacy of Ishmael, the first son of Abraham. Ishmael did not start the Arab world. He was not the father of all of the Arab nations. Now, we'll study that in this particular series. It's a five-hour series on Ishmael's Islamic invasion, and I tell you how Ishmael played a key role in the Islamic faith of today. Well, this five-hour CD audio series is available to you. I'll tell you how you can get your copy of it in just a moment. But right now, if you will, take a few moments and let's listen to an introduction to Ishmael's Islamic invasion. Go to chapter 6 of the book of Genesis. The second decision is contamination. Contamination. And this is the methodology that Satan is using now to take dominion. He's ultimately going to take dominion. Chapter 6. And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God... Oh, no, wait a minute. Chapter 1, verse 6 of Job. Chapter 2, verse 1. Chapter 38, verse 7. Sons of God, angels. Okay. I've got to have a consistent hermeneutic here. Let's go back. And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth that daughters were born unto them, the daughters of men, and that the angels saw. They saw these daughters of men that were beautiful. Huh. And they took them wives, all of which they chose. Verse 3, And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he is also flesh, yet his days are numbered. Verse 4, There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that when the sons of God, or angels, came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare the children of them, and they shall become mighty men, which were of old men of renown. What are you saying? Angels had sexual intercourse with women of men? Exactly what I'm saying. Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Satan's second strategic move was to contaminate the bloodline. Messiah was coming forth from a virgin. A beautiful woman. You know what the fifth chapter of the book of Genesis is? The fifth chapter of the book of Genesis is a genealogy. You know who the genealogy covers? From Adam to Noah. And it stops. Why is that? Look at chapter 6 and verse 8. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Verse 9, Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation, and Noah walked with God. Let me tell you something. Noah was not perfect in the fact that he had never sinned. All men were created, excuse me, all men came forth out of their mother's womb after the creation in sin. David says, in my mother's womb I was conceived in sin. That's Psalm 51. In Psalm 58, I came forth as a liar. And so it's not talking about Noah being perfect without sin. It's talking about Noah being perfect 
without the contamination of satanic bloodline in him. That's the reason for the genealogy. The proof is that Noah was perfect is Genesis chapter 5. From Adam to Noah, there's not an evil angel mentioned. Only humankind. You say, wait a minute, man. Angels, how could they have sexual intercourse with a woman? Well, let me just say this. The Bible teaches it, and I'm going to explain it in just a moment. We'll come back to Genesis 6. Go over to the book of Jude just a second with me. It's that book just before the book of Revelation. While you're going over there, I'll read 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, or the abyss, the Totoris, and delivered them unto chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, God cast a certain group of angels. He sent some of them into a place where in the first heaven they would have opportunity to attack the earth. And Satan would dispatch evil angels to take, that's called demonic possession. When an angel takes up, an evil angel takes up abode in a human body, that is a demon. That's called demonic uh, 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 possession. But there are some angels that have been put in the Totoris, set aside for judgment in a later day. Evil angels. There's two classes of evil angels. I read that from 2 Peter. Now look at Jude, verse 6. Jude, verse 6. And the angels which kept not their first estate in the presence of God, but left their own habitation from the first heaven, he hath reserved an everlasting change under darkness uh, unto the judgment of the great day, to the judgment that these, Jew, uh, these angels will, these evil angels will be judged. Verse 7. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them, in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication. Now, wait a minute. In like manner refers back to the evil angels. They're in a place of judgment because they gave themselves over to fornication. Fornication is not, we call adultery, an act between a married man and a married woman not married to each other. Partners that are married having a relationship. We call fornication that act between non-married men and women getting together. That is not a true definition of fornication. Fornication is any sexual act that God does not allow for. And he does not allow for evil angels having sexual relationship with women. And so it's saying angels were put aside for judgment because they committed fornication. Now you tell me. If it wasn't Genesis chapter 6, when did angels quit uh, commit fornication with some woman? They were put in the abyss. They're going to be judged and going after strange flesh, verse 7 of Jude. When did they go after strange flesh other than Genesis chapter 6? And are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. The lake of fire where which has been created for evil angels, Satan, Antichrist, the false prophet, and all the evil angels. I submit to you, angels, evil angels committed sexual relationship. You said, well, angel, how, how can an angel, angel's a spirit. Angel takes on the form of human beings. You look at chapter 19 of the book of Genesis. Well, chapter 18, Jesus Christ shows up to Abraham, and there are two angels with him. And they have a fellowship meeting. They eat together. Jesus Christ in a pre-incarnate appearance and those angels in the form of man. Chapter 19. They're about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Two angels come walking down the street. How do I know that? Well, it says they were walking down the street 
and they were getting their feet all dusty. And when they got to Lot, he washed their feet. Either these were two sets of feet walking down the street and they decided to wash them, or that was feet attached to a body. And then it says they went in the house and, and Lot fixed them dinner. So that means if they were just a spirit, you got two sets of feet walking down the street with two sets of intestines over here. They were human bodies, folks. They were human bodies. They had a hand. Lot was outside. One of them took his hand, reached out, grabbed Lot, and pulled him in. These were physical bodies. And the evil angels in the form of a physical body. And they had sexual intercourse with women. They brought forth giants in the land. And God said in chapter 6 of Genesis, it repenteth me. Why did he kill all of mankind? What could they have done in the days of Noah? As it was in the days of Noah, they were eating and drinking and giving in marriage. What? That's what chapter 6 verse 4 says. They married and they had children. What's so wrong with giving in marriage unless you're an evil angel having sexual intercourse with a woman, a human woman? What's wrong with Eating and drinking. I mean, you know what? He destroyed all of humankind, probably one billion people, for something that he doesn't even mention that a former president of the United States did in the Oval Office. Now you tell me what's worse. Why would he destroy humankind unless... It was evil angels having sexual relationship with human women. And so Satan says, oh, so you're going to accomplish your redemption through braining from the loins of a Jewish woman, a pure, perfect, holy Messiah? Uh-uh. I'm going to contaminate that bloodline. Contamination was his second strategy. I want to tell you something. That didn't work either, did it? <laughs> Glory to God. He wiped them all out. He kept the eight pure ones. And he started it all over again. Now what does he do? Here's his third strategy, his third method of trying to pull this thing together. Thank you so very much for joining us for this Bible study. Ishmael's Islamic Invasion is a five-hour CD audio series available to you. This study will look at Satan's dominion strategy, Ishmael's true legacy, Islam's satanic trio, the Islamic invasion, and Islam, the final solution. Those would be the five parts to this five-hour CD audio series, Ishmael's Islamic Invasion. If you'd like to have a copy of this, you can see how to purchase it by going to our website, www.prophecytoday.com. Go to our shopping mall, and there they'll show you how you can follow through and get your own personal copy. Or you can call our toll-free number. It's 877-674-3298. We have people standing by. They will take your order. Once again, that number, 877-674-3298. It's toll-free from all across America. Be sure to understand how Islam will play a key role in the end times. You must have your copy of Ishmael's Islamic Invasion. 
Go and find out how you can get your copy either to the website or call the toll-free number. This is Jimmy DeYoung thanking you for joining us right now. Hey, everything we've talked about and even that introduction to Ishmael's Islamic invasion gives us evidence that the rapture of the church could take place at any moment. And having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...